Hello, Internet. My name is Chris. And my name is Jason. And this is The Talking Dead, a podcast dedicated to the upcoming AMC TV series, The Walking Dead. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Walking Dead. This is episode four or five. What? I don't know. Excuse me, The Talking Dead, not The Walking Dead. That's the TV show. I'm pretty sure this is episode four. Episode four of The Talking Dead. Uh, and we are back. I uh, appreciate you joining us. We are here today because there is some more news about the TV show that is still, of course, upcoming, but now in the works. So um, It's actually in motion. It is actually in motion. It's very exciting. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to all the information as it comes out. Um, but we've got some concrete information here for you today, and I think we should just get right into it. Okay, let's go. So, the first bit of news. It came out this week, well, last week probably, that a filming, uh, a start date for shooting the pilot has been announced. Awesome. It is very exciting. And it's soon, too. Very soon. May 15th. May 15th in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Good. Um, which is which is good because that's where the show uh, the comic takes place. Yes, well, in and around Atlanta. Yeah, around Atlanta, they go in the outskirts a little bit. Yeah, for sure, they get around a bit. Um, not that it's really all that important for. I think a for show. atmosphere, it's important. Well, uh, you need the right climate. Well, I yes, think for sure the right sort of weather and and that kind of stuff. But they could have shot it in Texas. They could have shot it anywhere and just called it Atlanta, Georgia. Sure, as long as they have the accents, everything's good. To be quite honest, they could have changed the location, and I wouldn't have minded that much. No, you know, actually, I mean, I'm looking forward to a few changes. Well, sure, uh, they have to make some adaptations for taking it to a new medium. But uh, so yes, uh, May fifteenth in Atlanta, Georgia. That is very very exciting. Should we go? Well, I would love to. We'll but... go down to Atlanta, Georgia on and about May 15th and just drive around looking for a film shoot. And just drive around. It could be in a studio for all we know. That's true. <laughs> the uh, The first day could, you know, it's probably going to be in a hospital if they shoot in an order. Yeah, I doubt they'll do that, though. Um, they never do that. We don't know really what, uh, how much they're cramming into the pilot episode. I was thinking about that uh, yesterday. I was, gonna, I was wondering how much of the story they're going to cram into one episode and i i can't imagine i i imagine they're going to depart somewhat from the comic books um but i think they're going to hit on a lot of the major points but i i don't know how much uh, uh they'll hit on each each episode like the first episode are they going to are they going to make it to the uh, the prison they can't do that no they can't they can't get that far in i wouldn't think there's a lot happens in the comic before they make it to the prison yeah. um including um the farm yeah yeah the going farm going into atlanta Going into the city, well, Rick going into the city, um, the um, the housing development that they that's try true. to spend a night in, that that's With all Morgan right there. Morgan and Duane. Yeah, exactly. So there's a, there's a lot of stuff there. I mean, I could see in the first episode, Rick waking up in the hospital, stumbling out, going, what the hell is going on here? Um, and he rides a horse for a little while and he drives yes. a car for a little while to get to Atlanta to try to find his uh find his family. I could see the first episode ending when he gets to the camp where his wife and son are. That's true. That'd you know, be, that's, that'd be a good spot. That's probably a good introduction. It's still in my opinion quite a bit to cram into it one is episode. A lot. But they do, they need to introduce more than one character, I think. Yes. Um and, and well, there's a horse. Yeah, there's a horse. That's a character. <laughs> <laughs> um, but th they need to introduce the characters just to get a little bit of the uh, emotional bonding going right. between them. 
So how many how many episodes have has AMC ordered? None. They've ordered the pilot. Oh, geez. And when they see the pilot, that's when they decide if they want more. Okay, so we're still on thin ice here. We're still potentially on thin ice, exactly. We'll uh, get to see the pilot, though, right? Well, I mean, if they watch it and they're like, whoa, this is terrible, we might never get to see the they pilot. They released Aquaman on iTunes, for crying out loud. Okay, true. Uh, it may not broadcast. There's still a chance we may see it. You're okay. right. Yeah. Well, that's good. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, okay. So, May 15th, we're probably not going to go down because that would be silly. That's probably. That's true. <laughs> if uh, this show does well and we continue podcasting it and we go two or three seasons and then, you know, it's a big deal, then maybe we'll think about that kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> How about that? sounds that? good. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. All right. So, the second item of news today is um, less concrete, but kind of, in a way, more exciting. Um, we have a, a, a website called BigShinyRobot.com who has brought us a scoop of some kind, Ooh. as they claim. They have the top three contenders for the role of Rick Grimes. Their opinion or... No, this is, uh, according to them, this is uh, from a very or from multiple reliable sources. Okay, well, that's good. Um, number one on the list is an actor everybody knows. Well, not everybody, but people like us tend to know. <laughs> <laughs> a guy by the name of Jamie Bamber. Jamie Bamber. You will recognize him from Battlestar Galactica, who, uh, where he played Lee Adama. Uh, Apollo Adama. And also from uh, Law & Order UK. Law and Order UK. Is that broadcast in Canada? Oh, yeah. Or North America? Yeah. Okay. We, uh, we, Jenny and I watched it. It's, it's great. Better it's than got a, Law and Order America? No, it's not uh, better than Law and Order, but uh, it does have its own charm, and it's very British, which is nice. <clears throat> Do they carry guns, the police? Uh, no. Because they don't usually. They don't. It uses the British legal system, and it's uh, it's a very British produced show, and it does uh, it does seem very British. And he uses his own accent, which is nice. That is nice. If he ends up in the role of Rick Grimes in The Walking Dead, he's going to have an American accent. He's going to have again. a southern drawl, I hope. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Now, I never had a problem with his accent in Battlestar. No. I didn't even know he was British when I first started watching the show. Me neither. So I'm not worried about that. Um, My only problem with this is, I okay, I like the actor. I, I liked what he did with uh, with Apollo. I liked what he did on Law & Order UK. And I think that he could do a really good job with this, uh, with this role as Rick Grimes. But if he takes this role, what's going to happen to Law & Order UK? Well, I liked him in that role too. Sure. I'm not too worried about that though. Uh, I do have... Well, no, you're not. I am. I do have my concerns with him in this role, but we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, the second actor is a guy named, who is potentially up for this role, is a guy named Mark Pellegrino. You I will recognize... San Pellegrino. You will, no, you will recognize him as Jacob on Lost. Oh, Jacob. Um, that could be good, too. Good choice there. Yeah. Um, people, you know, the internet seems to think that he would be the best choice. Uh, people seem to think he looks like Rick. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't see that as much, and I don't care about that as much. I think he might be too, uh, got too much of the nice guy in him. Nice guy. Rick is, I mean, he's a good, good man, but he's got to be, he's got to be tough. He's got to be mean, and sometimes he, uh, he's downright ornery. Yeah, but this, see, that's my problem with Jamie Bamber. I'm not sure I see that sort of hard edge in him that necessarily. Apollo had a bit of an edge to him. Oh, a, a little, but. Not much. He was a bit of a softy. Uh, I don't know if uh, the Jacob character doesn't have an edge to him. He's all uh, fluff and banana bread and weaving <laughs> his own stuff. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, I mean, the worst thing he ever did was fall into a fire after he let Ben stab him. Yeah, I like... Um, 
I like him more though because he is a little bit more unknown. I don't I don't know necessarily what he can do as an actor yet. Right. So he might really, really step up and surprise us okay. in this role. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, I've only seen him as, uh, as Jacob, and, you know, that's a character. So Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it could, be, uh, it could be good. I don't know. I, out of the two of them, I would, uh, I would say that uh, Jamie Bamber would be, uh, I'd be – I'd prefer Jamie Bamber in the role. Well, I think I would go with Mark Pellegrino. Jamie Bamber, well, as I said, he's too much of a recognizable face for me, and maybe a bit of a softy. Sort Come of on, thing. Battlestar is pretty much the same as a zombie movie anyway. <laughs> well, maybe. Society's falling apart. They're running away from the bad guys that are uh, very relentless and unstoppable and uh, picking them off one by one. The only thing about zombies is that uh, they don't really, well, they kind of look like humans, but uh, they're really not going to infiltrate the human society to destroy them from within. Now, Mark Pellegrino, um, although I've really pretty much only seen him on Lost, he has been in some other TV shows like Supernatural and The Mentalist. Do you watch either of those? I, I watch The Mentalist. I don't recognize him. Only one episode on The Mentalist. Is it um, aired yet? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. Um, CSI, he was on as two episodes. Um, Wait, maybe he was on the episode I watched last night. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> A couple of Prison Break. He was on The Knight Rider Show. He's Ooh. been on Numbers. And he's done eight episodes of Dexter, so you might recognize him from there. As what? What was the name of his character? Paul Bennett. Paul Bennett. Yeah. Now, in terms of movies, I'm seeing things like the number 23, which is the uh, Jim Carrey Carrey movie, National Treasure, Capote, Spartan. Uh, So he's done some movies. I don't think any big, big roles, but uh, he's been there. Mulholland Drive he was in. Um, And he's been around for, for quite a while. Has 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 the experience. I think he could do a good job. Okay. The final actor on the list, apparently, is Stuart Townsend, British guy, another British guy, <laughs> Mark Pellegrino, also known British, as he? no, he's born in Los Angeles. Stuart Townsend. Um, I know his name, but I don't think I've ever seen him in anything. Well, look him up there on the old IMDb. I'll do that. What do you think about Stuart, Stuart Townsend? Townsend? What's he been in? I don't. I don't, I don't know. know what he looks like. I can't picture him. I don't know the name. Uh, I know a Pete Townsend. Yeah, not him. <laughs> Hope not. Hold on a second. Stuart Townsend. Uh, okay, he's done Robot Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's 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 a known actor though. Night Stalker. Um, Eon Flux. Did you see Eon Flux? That Charlize uh, Theron yes. movie. He well, he was uncredited in that, so he probably wasn't <laughs> in it much. Ooh. Dorian Gray in The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That terrible Gray. movie, but he was in that. Um, but see, that's the only thing I've seen him in. in well, Eon Flux, too, but I don't remember him there. Um, he was on an episode of Will and Grace. Don't know if that's your cup of tea. I've seen a bunch, but not all of them. And Night Stalker. He played Kolchak. Carl Kolchak in Night Stalker. Ten episodes. I don't know what that is. Uh, I don't know either. All right. So Stuart Townsend, like I said, I, I know the name, but I haven't seen him in anything. So I can't really comment on his acting ability or really if he has the sort of uh gritty edge to him that i think rick grimes needs now he's it's about acting so you know maybe anybody could do it we will see yeah you put somebody in a a dirty old coat and get them mad enough to start yelling and stuff and uh, beating up on people and putting an axe into dead people's skulls he's gonna look pretty mean after a while well that's true people are gonna look pretty mean well i i'd say you know i i guess i can't comment on Stuart townsend that much but of those three actors i like mark pellegrino um, 
it brings up the question of who is going to be in some of the other roles as well. Now, we don't have any information on that, but um, Dave, who was on the last uh, episode of The Talking Dead, um, mentioned to me the other day that he thought maybe Stuart Pellegrino could play Rick and Jamie Bamber could play Shane. Stuart Pellegrino? No, Mark Pellegrino could play Rick. You said Stuart Pellegrino. Oh, sorry. No, Jamie Bamber could play Shane. Jamie Bamber could play Shane. You know, um, you know, spoilers, but Shane doesn't survive all that long in this world. And he, more than once. Yeah, that's right. He <laughs> plays a police officer friend of Rick's. Oh, partner. Who we see at the beginning. Partner, this that's right. partner. That's right. Um, and I think that might be a great solution to the problem. We right. don't get, we don't get um, uh, Jamie Bamber in the lead role, but he's there which is fine, and then he gets killed off. <laughs> I think that character could last a little more in the, uh, in the TV show. I think that uh, he was killed off early on in the, uh, in the comic books, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, halfway through the first book or, you know, episode, or uh, within the first six or seven uh, issues mm-hmm. of the comic book. I think he could stick around for a season. Well, absolutely. Because uh, that whole, that whole storyline uh, I don't think was completely played out. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't. I mean, it came to the conclusion that you might think it would come to. It was pretty quick, though. But it was pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. I, and and I, I could see on TV that sort of thing being drawn out a little bit more. That's, for that's good drama right there. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. There's there's a lot of stuff going on there. But, <laughs> uh, you know, also killing them, killing them off in that kind of timeline does set the tone for, you know, really anybody could die in any second. And that's good. That's a great thing in the comic book is really they just start killing people off and they're, you know, in, they're good characters. Well, if it does come to that, I mean, it could go in the TV show, you know, if, if this attracts viewers that aren't familiar with the comic book at all, which hopefully it does, you know, I mean, they might not see that coming. If right. they, and, then, and, and if it happens pretty quickly, you know, I don't think that would turn people off. That would probably sort of get them more excited because right. the show pulls no punches. Yes. Hope not. <laughs> Hope not. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that is the news items. Uh, we will, of course, bring you more information when we get it, if we get it. Um, but uh, hopefully there's some accuracy there. Um, do you have anyone else you could see playing the main role? Have you thought about it at all? Uh, no, and I'm not good at these kind of questions. I mean, basically all I can come up with is... Uh, uh... Nathan Fillion. Nathan, right? No, Nathan Fillion. He's, <laughs> no, he he can't do it. I don't. Oh, think, I think he could do it, but I don't think he's necessarily. I don't know. Right. Mal uh, Mal Reynolds was the closest that would come to this, and uh, oh, no, I think he could do it. Son Mal, of a bitch. Mal, Mal Reynolds not all that far off. No, a he's not. He's uh, a, and a wonderful character he was, mm-hmm. uh, and wonderfully complex. You know, he was a ruthless son of a bitch unless you were on his side and then he'd go to the ends of the earth to protect you. Yep. Now, what about a guy like, um, um, oh, who did I think of the other day? Sean Bean. Sean Bean from, uh, who played Boromir, I think, in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking he maybe could pull this too off. Too big, I think. He might be a little bit big and muscly, sure. Yeah. But, you know, again, there's, there's some artistic license there, I'd say, a little bit. Yeah. Sean Bean occurred to me. Jean Renault. <clears throat> Jean Renault, a little old. <laughs> he could play the farmer, dude, the Herschel. Yeah, absolutely. He could play Herschel for sure. A little old for Rick Grimes, though, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, a little old for Grimes, <laughs> I think. Um, there was one other actor. Oh, what's the name of the guy who's currently on Hung? Uh, Thomas Jane. I could I could sort of see Thomas Jane doing it, too. 
I don't know who Thomas Jane. I know sure you the... do. He he was the Punisher for uh, for one movie. Oh right, and he never saw it. You didn't? No. Oh gosh. Um, he's on Hung right now, which is another show I really enjoy. And he was in uh, the Mutant Chronicles. Nope. You didn't see the Mutant Chronicles with us? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, Thomas Jane, I think, could do it again. A little bit of a, a sort of big dude. A little bit too good looking, maybe, you know? Tom Jane. Could be. He's got to be know. an everyman kind of thing. He can't be that ruggedly handsome, good looking guy swaggering around with his nightstick and hatchet and uh, blowing the shit out of uh, zombies left, right, and yeah. center. Yeah, Tom Jane, that's why I, that's the only problem I have with him. He's not quite enough of an everyman. The Mist. Did you watch The Mist yet? No. He was in that. No. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Been busy. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, and, and, anyways, that's why I like Mel- Mark Pellegrino. He's an everyman. Yeah. You know, and he's not a really well-known actor and and if this show does well then he'll become one but you know uh i think he could he could pull it off when he was younger he was a bit of a looked like a bit of a doof but he's he's better looking now (laughs) good all right (laughs) um so that's all the walking dead news we'll bring you more when we get it um you're gonna read the you're gonna get caught up on the book soon right yeah well i reread the the first two books yesterday took the whole day and just basically sat down and read them good there's still some stuff i would like to talk about with you that occur in the second two hardcover books you know uh, a couple of things i'd like to see in the tv show that are different from the comic book uh-huh. i'd like to uh, the, the first two comic books i don't know if it changes in the uh, in the latter ones but they seem a little sexist uh, i would like to see stronger female roles in the tv show hmm. all the women in uh in the comic books are subservient to the men. They're all uh, add-ons to the men. They all end up in relationships with the men. They all, uh, I don't know, none of them seem to stand on their own. Well, um, what do you want me to tell you? I mean, I don't know. I just, I'd like to see stronger, <laughs> uh, stronger female characters. Put it this way. I think in the, uh, in the later comics that you're going to read really soon, in some ways there are stronger female characters. Well, um, there's Mar- Marcine, what the hell's her name? Uh, Michonne. Michonne. Yeah. Well, she's she's definitely a strong. She shows character. up in uh, in book two, and she does seem like a, an incredibly oh, strong character. She's badass, but uh, she absolutely. hasn't done any real badass stuff other than head two zombies on uh, leashes with, with no, no arms. arms. Yeah, that's pretty cool. No, she's she's badass. She's pretty strong. She takes care of herself. That's for sure. Um, but at, it, the, at it, the end of book two, uh, instead of uh, Rick Grimes being oh, spoiler alert, if you haven't, I don't know why they wouldn't have. Anyway. Yeah, if you're listening to this, please, please go out and buy the comics and read them. At it's least catch up to it. me. Well, at least catch up to Jason. <laughs> yeah. So in the, at the end of book two, they, uh, Rick Grimes is no longer the leader. They form a council. And uh, none of the women wanted to be on the council for some reason. Uh, they offered uh, Rick's wife to be on the council. And she said, no, whatever Rick decides is fine. Yeah, no, and and there's a little bit of that. I, I was going to say, in some ways, you do get some stronger characters, even outside of Michonne. Um, in other ways, it's a bit of the same old. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what you think. Yeah. But there's something specific about the next two hardcover books that uh, I'm curious to get your uh, your take on. Well, give me a week, and uh, they'll be done. Good. Well, next time we do this, hopefully we can do we can talk about that. Yeah. Um, speaking of the hardcovers, though, just before we go, um, the fifth one is not out yet. Still not released. It's supposed to be out at the end of January, at least according to Amazon, Canada, and U.S., but it's not out. Um, I don't know what 
is going on with Image Comics, but I've been looking around on the internet a little bit, and it seems like they have this problem a lot. Okay. Um, is it just a production problem, or is it a uh, management no, problem? I, I, I couldn't. Is it a they're I don't going know. bankrupt problem? Well, I hope it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. It's uh, something like they, they, for some reason, they tend to, and there was a term for it, which I forget now, but they tend to announce these these projects with sometimes with release dates but then are all wishy-washy about it and sometimes they can't do it for whatever reasons and it ha- and apparently this happens fairly uh frequently well come on their 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 target audience is comic book nerds they're gonna wait as long as it takes well yeah but i mean there's at the same time there should if they if they announce something they should live up to their announcement at least well yeah they should but there's no real downside just like you know if we release it on january 15th all the comic book nerds are going to go rush out and buy it if we release it on march 15th all the comic book nerds are going to rush out and buy it like what there's no downside it's true you're absolutely right you're absolutely right but i feel a little disappointed because i'm very much much looking forward to it for sure the end of book four you know i can't say anything without ruining it for you but i have been waiting to read the next page of that for <laughs> over a year now and i'm i just i don't know how i've made it so long i think that uh, once if book five comes out by the time i'm done book four i'm going to obviously buy it but uh, after book five i think i'm going to go for the monthlies me too me too i want to stay current on this one yeah. especially if we're going to be doing this so yeah. um i'm still buy the hardcovers because oh, like i'll probably how... get the hardcovers and then go for the trade paperbacks <laughs> yeah. by the uh by the hard by the books by the uh, the omnibus editions by the uh, the covers and if they come out with an encyclopedia of all the comic books you know I might get that too <laughs> probably they've come out with an omnibus they have you... two omnibuses the first one is no longer available the second one is oh, geez. I've thought about buying that I must admit can you uh, can you buy prints of the uh, the covers that are in the back of the books the hardcover books um, getting some of those frames prints. would be really kind of nice. That would be nice. I don't know if you can buy prints. Is it is it bad to want to buy another copy of the book just to rip pages out and frame them? <laughs> no, why not? <laughs> I mean, you paid for it. You can do what you want. Yeah. Go to Kirkmania.com, which is Robert Kirkman's website. I think it's .com. Right. And, I don't know, email the guy and see what he says. You might be able to buy prints. It occasionally happens, I think. The only problem is uh, they're pretty graphic, and I don't know if my wife would let me put them up anywhere. <laughs> well, someday when you have your own nerd room, that's where <laughs> I don't even know up. if that would work. I'd have to put it on the inside closet door of a closet that only I use. <laughs> right. Okay. I, I don't know if that would ever happen, but... Someday you'll have a house where you have your own bathroom. You can put them in there. That's a good idea. <laughs> All right. Maybe someday I'll even have my own room. Maybe. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> That's what I mean. Your own nerd room. Yeah. I'm currently building my own nerd basement, so... Maybe I'll put frame them and hang them down here for now. You could do that. All right. Not this. Not these days, though. No. But anyhow, let's wrap it up. So um, we'll be back probably in a couple of weeks. We're hoping to get more concrete casting news very soon. Um, yeah, especially... a complete cast list would be awesome. That we could would just, be uh, awesome. Yeah, we could dedicate whole episodes to it. I want, yeah, it would be. And I, I want to call these people up and ask them if they want to be interviewed and come on the show because that would be very cool. That would be cool. Especially if it's, uh, I don't know, people that, that would be willing to do that sort of thing. Anybody with happy a British accent would be good, too. That'd be cool. <laughs> All right. Um, thanks for tuning in, everybody. As I said, we'll be back as soon as we as soon as soon we can with more information. If you'd like to contact us, please go to TalkingDeadPodcast.com. You can leave comments there, or you can email us. Uh, dang, I was supposed to set up an email address for this show, wasn't dang I? It. But I haven't done it yet. Um, Can't email us. In the meantime, email us to renerdradio at gmail.com. That's R-E-N-E-R-D radio at gmail.com. 
that will come to me and I will certainly respond. Um, and I'll try to get that email address set up soon. Like tonight. Like tonight, exactly, when I'm working on this show. We so, can't say it now before. Well, I guess we could say it, but if we don't get it, we'd have to edit the podcast. Yeah, and I don't I, I forget it. Forget Next it. Next time. Next time. All right. Uh, so thanks for listening. We will we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.